Begin the Gemara today, Beis Hashem Yisbarach, the last blot, last daf of Mesech Tenedorim, daf Tzadik Aleph. We're starting at the bottom of daf Tzadik Amit Beis, where it says, Omar Av Papa. So this uh, is continuing from what it said here in the Mishnah regarding a woman that comes and says, I had a relation with someone else and therefore I can't live with you anymore. And the Mishnah said that there's a Mishnah Rishayna in the beginning, the Chachamim Paskin and said, we believe her. And the husband divorces her, and he has to give her a ksuba. Okay, so based on that, the Gemara over here brings another halacha that Amiram discussed. Omer Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, Bodiklon Rave, Rave examined our knowledge with the following question. Aisha's Kayin Shenansov, you have the wife of a Kayin that had a relation with someone else, but it was against her will, an Oynis. So by the, the halach is that if she's married to a Yisrael, she may go back to her husband. Only if she had a relationship with someone else, beratzim, willingly, then she can't go back to her husband. But by a kayin, even ba'inis, so she can't go back to her husband. So now the question is, yesh laksube or ein laksube? So if her husband has to divorce her because of this, will she get the payment of the ksube? Or no, she will not get the payment of the ksube. And the Gemara explains what the question is. In the Since the halacha is that if she had a relation with someone else, ba'inis. so if she's married to a kayin, it's kerotzen legabi Yisrael dami. It has the same halacha, it's similar to a, a, a wife that was married to a Yisrael that had a relation with someone else willingly. So over there, what's the halacha if she had a relation with someone else willingly when she's married a, a, to a Yisrael? So over there, ain't luxuba. She doesn't get any ksuba. So over here, we say the same thing that she gets no ksuba. As long as she had a relation with someone else, she can't go back to her husband. So the husband divorces her and he doesn't have to give her a ksoba. Or perhaps we could say, she could tell her husband, if it was just as far as my condition is concerned, because of what happened to me, that I had a relation with someone else by force against my will, I would be fit to go back to my husband. Vigavra. It's the man. It's, it's you that you're a Kayin. It's because of your status of being a Kayin. This is an expression. means it's your field that got flooded. Meaning it's your problem. The Ebesha brought a hurricane in your field. So therefore that, that is not, I'm not causing the fact that you have to divorce me. Mitzad me, I would be able to go back to my husband. But because you're a Kayin, so therefore I can't go back to you. I shouldn't be losing my Ksuba for that. So this is the question that Rav Papa that Rava rather asked Rav Papa, he examined the Talmidim to see whether they can prove this halacha from anywhere. And we told Rava, we could learn this out from our Mishnah that we just learned there. A wife comes and says to her husband that I'm Tommy. I had a relation with someone else. And therefore I'm Tommy, I can't, I can't come and live with you anymore. So what does the Mishnah say? That the husband divorces her. In the beginning, the Mishnah Rishayna, what did the Mishnah say? That he divorces her, and yesh l'ksuba, she gets aksuba. So the question is, why does she get aksuba? B'mayaskina, what are we speaking about over here? Yisrael, are we speaking about a wife of a Yisrael? If the husband has to divorce her. So it must be that she had a relation with someone else willingly, and that's what she's saying to her husband. And that's why I'm Tommy, and I can't live with you, and we're believing her. And the husband has to divorce her. Klom yesh l'ksuba? Would the husband have to give her ksuba in such a case when she's at fault? She caused this for herself? So And if you're going to say that what, what she's saying to her husband is that I had a relation with someone else. By force, um, I, 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 she's allowed to go back to her husband. Is she forbidden to go back to her husband? So why is he divorcing her altogether? 
So the Ella, we must say, what is our Mishnah speaking about? Be'eshes Kayin. This is the wife of a Kayin. And what case of the wife of a Kayin is it? So again, if she would say to her husband that she had a relation with someone else, why would she get a Ksub if she's at fault? Why should she be any worse? Why should she be any different than an Eishis Yisrael Beratzen, which over there, obviously, if she caused this, it's her own fault, she loses her Ksubah. So over here as well, the Eishis Kain should lose Ksubah. The Mishnah must be speaking about a wife of a Kayin that comes and tells her husband that, against my will, I had a relation with someone else, and because of that, she's usher to live with her husband, the Kayin, and he has to divorce her. The Ketani Yesh Loksubah. And the Mishnah says that we don't compare her we don't, we don't um, compare it to the Eishis Yisrael. It's a different halacha here. And what's the halacha? Yesh She does get her ksuba. Okay, in other words, we, we, from this Mishnah, we accept the second sad that it said in the Iboya, that nistach that because you're a kayan, so therefore it's your status that forces me not to be able to go back to you. So it has nothing to do with me. It's not my fault. And therefore she does get her ksuba. That's what we can learn from our Mishnah. What's this question? Isn't she? Should be. Migara Yisrael. Right. Is, is she better? Not yeah. No. So the Gemara is saying that if it's Beratzen, so then Migara. Like it's like, why should it be any different from from Eishis Yisrael? Like, is different? Is yeah. Yeah. Means? Okay. Mishnah says it changes it. The what? She doesn't get right away. So it does. Right, correct. Yeah, but that was because later, no, because later there was Taka Takanas Chachamim. Later Chachamim were Mesakin, because we're afraid that, right. that she really, uh, so Chachamim were Mesakin. True, so that's a Takanas Chachamim. But still, you could still prove from the Mishnah Yishayinah, from the Halacha itself, that you see that the Mishnah says that we believe her, but still she gets a Ksuba. So if we believe her, why is she getting a Ksuba? So it must be that it's talking about Aisha's Kayin, that it was Ba'inis, and therefore she's getting Yuxuba. <coughs> okay, the question was asked, A wife says to her husband, Gerashtani, you divorced me. Maho, what's the halacha? Do we trust her? Do we believe her that the husband divorced her? She doesn't have any proof to the fact that she doesn't have her get, she doesn't have any way to prove this, but she comes. And she says to her husband, you divorced me and that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm free to go. So is this trustworthy? Amr Abam Nune, Abam Nune says... How much she wants? Iksube? Um, she no, so she's what? She doesn't have Iksube, she doesn't have a get. No, maybe she wants to collect Iksube from him or she wants to get married to someone else. Do we trust her to say such a thing? So Tashima, so we can maybe prove this in what it said in our Mishnah. So this case, when a woman comes, a wife comes and says that I am Tomei, and then I can't, I can't live with you. I had a relation with someone else. So what did it say in the Mishnah, right? So in the beginning, the Mishnah says, we believe her, and she gets divorced, and she gets her ksuba. And after, but even afterwards, when the Mishnah said, then the Mishnah said, Chachamim were misakin not to believe her. Why were Chachamim misakin not to believe her? Because Hassan, the reason is, Chachamim were concerned who the Mishakra, over there, it's possible that she would lie about this fact that she had a relation with someone else because she wants to get married to someone else. She lies about this. Why is she comfortable to lie about this? Because she knows she's saying a lie that her husband has no knowledge about this. So she's not embarrassed to come and say this lie to her husband. So therefore, over there, Chachamim are, are suspicious about this. So we don't believe her. That's what the Mishnah that's what the conclusion of the Mishnah was. She's coming and, and, and confronting her husband. She's saying to him in his face, You divorced me. 
The Yadava, this is something that obviously the husband is aware of. And she has, she, she can be brazen enough to say this to her husband, Mehemna, so that she's believed with this. The Chazakeh, because we have an assumption, Ein Isho Me'izo Panea A woman does not have such a brazenness to say such a thing in front of her husband if it was not true. So this is a Chazakeh. So her, her trustworthiness to say such a thing would be based on this kind of Chazakeh that she's believed. That was the Swar of, of Rav Amnuna. So Rav responded to this and said, Adarabe. On the contrary, I'll prove to you from the Mishnah that the opposite is true. Even according to what it said in the beginning of the Mishnah, the Ketani Mehemne, that it says over there, that a woman that says that she was Mizana, that she had a relation with someone else, so the Mishnah said that she is believed, why is she believed over there? The only reason the Mishnah said that a woman that said that she had a relation with someone else while she's married is because it's very embarrassing for her to share such a story, to share such kind of information. So the fact that she's sharing this, it must mean that there's truth to it. Otherwise, she wouldn't be saying such things about herself. Why would she demean herself like this? But over here, she's not saying an embarrassing thing that happened to her, that someone else had a relation with her while she's married. Over here she's saying to her husband, you divorced me. So the Zimnin, it could be sometimes, the Tokif law, Min Gavra, that she has a very hard time living with this man. So Meiza o Meiza. True, it's pretty brazen to say this to your husband, but she comes and she, she's saying this brazenly, even if it's not true, because she has a very hard time living with this. True, it's something that takes a lot of chutzpah to say, but at the same time, it's not something which is demeaning, which is embarrassing, like a wife coming to say that I had a relation with someone else. So therefore, maybe over here, there's a svara to say that she should not be believed. You can't compare it to the Mishnah, which says that she's believed when she says she had a relation with someone else. Okay, so that's a, we have a machloikis here between Rav Amnuna and Rava. So Masav Rav Misharshiya asked on Rava from the next case that the Mishnah said. Mishnah says, Hashamayim beni that a wife comes and says, Heaven will give testimony between me and you that I know that you can't have any children, that I, w- I will not have children with this husband. The Mishnah Rishayna. So, what did it say in the beginning of the Mishnah? That we believe her, we accept what she's saying. Right? So, to Yufta the Rav, um, so this would refute what Rav said over here. We see that she's believed to say this, even though this is not seemingly anything embarrassing for her to say this. And nevertheless, we believe her. What did Rav want to say? The only reason we believe her in the Mishnah when she says, I had a relation with someone else, is because she's sharing such embarrassing information. She wouldn't be saying this if it's not true. But over here, coming to say that my husband, I can't have children with him, there's nothing embarrassing about this, about anything that happened to her. And still the Mishnah in the beginning said that we believe her. So doesn't this refute what Rav said? So ha-ha, the less, lucky sufa, there's nothing embarrassing about this. V'katani de mehemna. And it says in the Mishnah that she is believed. So we could say the same thing regarding her coming and saying, you divorced me, even though she's not sharing embarrassing information, but still she should be believed. So the Gemara says, Rav actually says no. Kasava Rav, Rav says that when she comes and says that heaven will testify that I can't have children with my husband, there is something that's the meaning for her that she has to specify here. Hassan, in that case, it's not going to be sufficient if she's not going to come and specify what exactly it is that she's saying that she can't have children with her husband. And she says that or actually the Bach is going to hear that she has to come and specify whether her husband, whether he shoots like an arrow or not, right? This is referring to the zera, the semen of the husband. And she has to come and say whether it, it enters in like, like an arrow or not. So therefore, 
So this is the way you read it again. So if this was not true, what she said, she wouldn't be sharing such embarrassing things. The fact that she has to specify this is something which is demeaning for her. So just like when she says, the only reason we believe her according to Rav is because this is demeaning, this as well is also something which is demeaning for her. And therefore, this proves that, or it could still be that this is the only reason she's believed. So it's not a question on Rava. Coming and saying that my husband divorced me is not any demeaning information. So therefore, over there, she's not believed. The Gemara continues regarding this very case itself. What we see that the Mishnah said in the end, Mishnah Chreina. So the Mishnah said, Hashamayim beni lebeinecha. When she comes and says, heaven can testify that I can't have children with my husband, the Mishnah Chreina. So what was the conclusion of the Mishnah? It said that we do not believe her. So to have it, you have to the Rav So this should refute what Rav Amnuna said. How, how does this refute what Rav Amnuna said? Rav Amnuna said, as long as she's coming and saying something which her husband knows of. So this, this is something which is a chutzpah for her, to say in front of her husband. That itself shows that it's a chazaka that she must be saying the truth. But right over here, Rav Amnuna, so this, this is a question of Rav Amnuna. Why? Because v'ha'hacha. Over here, when she comes and says that heaven will testify that I can't have children with my husband. Right? And the reason is because ein yoyre kechetz, because the zera does not enter like, like an arrow. V'ha'hacha de yodahi, over here, she knows this. And and the 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 bylo yodaba or ubaylo or the bylo and she's she knows that not only I know this information but my husband knows about this as well. And v'ketani dolemahenda and nevertheless the Mishnah says that she's not believed. So I see over here that even when she's saying something which takes a chutzpah for her to say something that her husband is aware of, we still the Mishnah the conclusion of our Mishnah is that we will not trust her. So the Gemara answers, Kasava Rav Amnuna. Rav Amnuna says, no, it's actually not the same. Hachanami, over here as well, when she's saying that she can't have children with her husband because he doesn't shoot like an arrow, he gufa amra, she says to herself, nihi yada, even if my husband knows about the relations that he has with me, mi yada, does my husband know, does he realize whether, whether this, the, the zera enters, the, the shoots like an arrow or not? My husband doesn't know about that. So she thinks she's saying something that her husband has no awareness of, and therefore this is something that she could lie about. It's easier for Mishamach and Mishakra, that's how she's lying about this. So some of Farshim say what this means is, this is just an imp- she, she thinks this way, it's not true, really the husband does not. She's just not aware that her husband knows. And so others say, no, that the husband Taka can't feel this, the husband Taka does not know about this. So therefore in this case, she lies, she's not believed. When it comes out to a wife that says, you divorced me, which is obviously something that the husband knows about, that's something which takes a very big chutzpah, and therefore, according to Rav Amnuna, we have a chazaka that she would not say so unless she's saying the truth. Okay, now the Gemara brings over here a few stories about the different things that happens to a woman and whether she's believed. Similar to what the mission spoke about, Tmeyani, that she was in a situation where she had a relation with someone else. So there was this woman, the Cholyoyme, every day. Every day, if, when, when it was that she had a re- relations with her husband, so So she would, in the morning, she would prepare a, a water for her husband to wash his hands. So some, uh, I think the Rishayim or Sebe Fetish or Taisus over here says it, that we're talking about, or actually the Ranhei says it, that Taisus says that we're talking about a kain because her husband was a kain so in order for him to eat truma, he has to wash his hands. 
Okay, so she would uh, prepare him water to wash his hands. Or others, others say that from here is the, the mocker for what the Paiskim say, that uh, after marital relations, one should wash his hands. Comes here from this Gemara. So what happened? So, Yemachad, one day, so the wife, this wife brings her husband water, to wash his hands. So the husband tells her, this matter did not happen now. We, we, we didn't have any relations. Why are you bringing me water? So she says to him, if that's the case, one of the guys that are here, Ahaluye, that sells Ahaluye, sell uh, different kinds of besomim, uh, the Mefadashir says, or uh, perfumes that they sell, okay. The Havahacha Idna that was here now, I must have had relations with him, because he ain't loy if it wasn't with you, maybe it was with, with one of these guys. So she's basically telling her husband that I had a relation with someone else, and therefore I'm, I'm, I'm now also to live with you. So Amr Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said that we don't, we don't trust her Bakhla, we don't listen to what she's saying. Because she has her eyes on someone else, she wanted to marry someone else, and therefore she's saying this. There's no, there's no tangent, there's nothing, nothing in her words, nothing significant about her words, we don't have to pay attention to this. Similar to what it said in the Mishnah, when a woman says to me, we don't trust her. Another similar story, Ayyid said there was a woman, that she wasn't happy with her husband. Ha'idna, Maishna, why, what happened now? Why, why are you not happy? So she says to her husband, I never had such pain in marital relations like it was now. And therefore, I'm, I'm sad. So the husband says, what are you talking about? This, this didn't even happen now. We, we, did, we, we didn't have any relations. So she says to him, if so, so these guys that are naftuye, they sell neft or they sell kerosene or something like that, that were here now, it, it must have been with him. Because he ain't loy, if it wasn't with you, maybe I had a relation with, with one of these guys here. Again, so Amal Rav Nachman or... Um, don't pay attention to what she's saying. She's just, she has her eyes on somewhere else and she's just saying this to get away from her husband to get divorced. No, no, we're not, we're not, we're not suspicious of this. We just think that she's... Huh? No, she's making up a story. We're, we're, gonna, we're, we're saying that she's just saying this. She's, she's making up a story. Or she's saying this, yeah. Okay, the final story of the Mesecht over here, Ahu Gavre, or actually there's two more stories here, Ahu Gavre, there was uh, an individual, the Havah Maharzik, Bebeise, that he was secluding himself in a house, Hu Vintese. Him, this, this person, behaving obviously inappropriately, him and this, this married, this, this Eishe Sish, this wife, this person's wife, all also Mori Bebeise. So now the owner, her husband, came into the house. So what happened? So this man that was there in the house and he was hiding behind Hutza, behind these uh, plants or trees, uh, palm. Palm, palm trees, okay, he was hiding there. So he burst out and he ran away. He was First he was there, but then the husband came home, he ran out and then went away. So Amarava, so Rava said about this, it's a Sharia. This, this person's wife is allowed to still continue living with her husband. In other words, the question is, I was suspicious that this man was here, this, this strange man was here in the house. So, so she, she had relations with him. 
And could be could be Beratzen even. So so therefore she can't go back to her husband. The Rav says, no, we're not suspicious of this. Because Im Isa, the Ava, the Surah, if it was true that he had relations with this wife, Archusi Havimirchas, he would have remained hidden so that the husband shouldn't see him. He would he would have he would have been embarrassed. He would have he wouldn't have come out like that. He would have made sure that the husband shouldn't notice him. So if he came out, he burst out and ran away, that means that he didn't do anything. Vaita, the next case, the Mishnah says, Ahu Naif, there was this individual, a Naif, an adulterer. The Al Gabe Intese. He came into the house of this woman. And then what happened? Osagavra, her husband, came home. Salik Naif, so this Naif, this adulterer, went. And Asaf Bikili Bava. And he went and uh, he was, was hiding behind the door, behind the curtains that are there behind the door. And then, Havimechtan Tachli Tamon. There was lying Tachli. I think Tachli is cress, right? Okay, there was cress that was lying there. And vitaminun chivye. And a snake, some, some kind of a vegetable, a plant, something. Huh? Okay, some kind of a vegetable. Vitaminun chivye. And there was a snake that had, that had tasted, that had eaten from this cress. So obviously, the, the husband that just came into the house was unaware of that. So, boy, mother the basil and mechum and the, the, the husband here that just came home, the master of the house, he wanted to eat from this cress. Without his wife realizing that he wants to eat from it. His wife and this other man that's here were there in the house the whole time. They saw that this snake ate from this cress. But this, man, this husband now wanted to go and eat from this cress without the wife being aware of this. But this, this, this man that was here hiding behind the door noticed that the husband is going to eat from this cress and it's a danger. He could die. So this naiv, this adulterer that's hiding there, came out and he said, Do not eat from this crash, because the snake ate from this. That's the story. So now, the question is, are we suspicious that this stranger, this naiv in the house, did he have relations with this man's wife? So Rav said about this, that intisei or itse, this, this wife, this, this woman, Sharia. She's allowed to go back to her husband. Why? Because in Isay, the Avadi Surah, if it was true that this man had a relation with and he did an Isra with his wife, he would have rather that this husband should eat from the crest and he'll die. The Chsev, the Pasik says about people that do this kind of Avedi, Kinofu, or the, the Lashon of the Pasik there, it says, Kinofu, Vidombi Yedeyen, that the, the ones that are naive, the ones that have relations over here, this, she, she, he, he does the Aveda with her, so then he has blood on his hands. He doesn't, he doesn't mind if the husband dies. Mm-hmm. Right? So some, some of the Mepharshim spell out, doesn't mean that we're chayshish, a person that does such a kind of an Aveda, to actually go and, and, and kill somebody. Right? For, for the Vaharaya, the Halacha Shukhanarach is, even someone that is a naive, that's someone that's an adulterer, we still kashalay this, we still trust his testimony in a bezin. So over here it says, and the fact that he would allow this husband to die, even if he wouldn't kill him, but he would, we, we would definitely allow him to die because he had a relationship with this woman and he wants to be able to be with her. Okay, so the Gemara asks on this, Pshita, isn't this point that Rav says here obvious? We see that he saved the, wife, the, the life of the husband, so for sure he didn't have a relationship with this woman. Says the Gemara, I would think to say, that this person did do an Isser. And the only reason why that he's, um, 
that he, he told him, he told him that you have over here, that, that the snake ate from this. The Amalek again, he, he, again, this way we read it. Vahai, the Amalek, the reason why he told him about the snake and he shouldn't eat from it, the Nichale, the Leilem is Baal, and he doesn't want that the husband should die, that the heavy intercede, that's only because he wants that his wife should be Mayim, Genuvim, Yimtaku, that it should be like stolen waters, which are sweet, the Lechem, Sasarim, and bread, which is hidden, Yinam, in other words, bread that's not yours should be, should, will be pleasant. So in other words, the fact that the person didn't want the husband to die, Adarab, that makes his Aveda, that he has relations with this Eish even sweeter. <laughs> Kamash Malan, so therefore Adarab comes and says that that's not the case. He, he would rather that the husband dies and he could have relations with her. That's the Hadran Allah, Ve'elun Adarim, Ve'slik Allah, Mesechten Adarim. So what does the Mesechta finish off with over here? Such a kind of a story, right? After learning... Uh, with this uh, subject of Nedarim, so the Mesechta finishes off with such a kind of story. But, so I mean, this story is, I mean, if you think about it, it is finishing off with the point of Rav is saying that even when you see this Yid, he looks like an adulterer, he looks like a Naiv, and he's someone's private home together with his wife. But nevertheless, Rav says, when you see that he saved the life of another Yid, that shows that he didn't sin. Right, which means that even a year that falls so low on such a level, but nevertheless, he, he, when, when, when another life of another yid is in a danger, so he's, he's going to save another yid. Right? And the fact that he's saving another yid, okay, over here, the fact that he's saving the life of another yid, that proves that he didn't sin. Okay, that's the, that's the conclusion of the Masechta. I mean, the, one of the inyanam that the Rebbe speaks about, to Masechta Nedarim, is the fact that the Hataras Nedarim of a chacham works l'mafreya. Why does a hataras nedarim of a ne- of a chacham work l'mafreya? Because when a person makes a nether, he's making a nether because he feels like that the gashmis of elam hazeh is threatening to him. He feels like that he has too many challenges of being involved in elam hazeh, so he takes upon himself a nether to separate from elam hazeh. When the chacham is matter the nether, what is he doing? He's really revealing to the yid, you think that elam hazeh is a problem for you, and it's and therefore you have to separate from it. Mitzad Yonashama, you're strong enough to be able to deal with Elam Hazi, you don't need all of this. So he's really Oikid and Adalam because he's revealing the true connection that a Yid has, and therefore wherever he goes, he doesn't have to feel threatened by anything. You don't have to make any of these Nidarim. Right? So the Masechta sort of finishes off over here with this point, looking at, at who a Yid over here is, that this, this w- woman is allowed to go back to her husband. And this Yid that was here, so Take, he had this big Nisayan, he was in a place where he almost did an Aveda, but look, we see that afterwards in the end, he saved the life of this husband, and therefore that itself proves that he did not do an Aveda. And, uh, and then really he's still connected, he's still, he's still a Yid. That's uh, an, an idea that you could say regarding the conclusion of the Masechta related to the whole Indian of a Nether and being Megala, the truth of who a Yid is. Okay, Hadran Allah Musachtan Adarim, Hadran Halon, Daitan Allah Musachtan Adarim, Daitan Halon, and Snashim Allah Musachtan Adarim, but Snashim Allah, Lebam Adem, Lebam Adasi. Someone actually said to me an interesting thing. When, when you say this Nusach of the Hadran Allah in the end of Musachtan Adarim, when you say, you say it in the end of any Musachtan, but especially at the end of Musachtan Adarim, maybe you should say Beli Nada. What, what is the translation of these words? Hadran Allah Musachtan Adarim. We're going to review, we're going to come back to you and review Musachtan Adarim. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. He puts it